Hello and welcome to our journey with Jesus. If you are new here, I'm Evangelist Caroline Baird and I am so excited that you decided to hop on here today. Today, I actually was going to share with you guys my testimony throughout college and a little bit before college uh, because as some of you may know, I graduated on Friday and I didn't know Jesus Christ most of my college experience and met him throughout during the summer and he has changed my life ever since then and I just wanted to share with you guys uh the ways that he has changed my life because some of you most definitely might be struggling or going through some of the things that I went through during college and I'm here to tell you that Jesus Christ loves you and he is here to be your helper and save you and forgive you and Jesus Christ can be the best decision you will ever make in your entire life. Before we get started, let's go ahead and talk to God. Hello, Heavenly Father. Thank you so much for this beautiful day. Thank you for the weather outside and that Jesus' birthday is coming up soon. And I thank you for all of the people that are on the podcast right now listening. And I thank you for this podcast and the voice and the strength and the boldness and the testimony that you have given me. And just speak life and truth through me today. And let your Holy Spirit be on this podcast. Give me the words to say that you want these people to hear. And I just want to pray for the people listening to the podcast today. Um, that you bring healing to their minds, uh, whether that be with anxiety, depression, whatever it may be, and just really speak to their hearts today and allow Jesus by his, by his powerful blood to do a mighty work in their life. In Jesus name, I pray. Amen. I also wanted to share with you guys an event coming up on January 21st in Burlington, North Carolina at Williams High School. Prophetess Ama Bonita and her husband Jeff are going to be hosting a conference and will be speaking there. And I will also be speaking there. And Prophetess Ama Bonita is from Jesus and I Ministries. That is her ministry. And I'm actually going to speak a little bit about her ministry later on in this podcast today. So stay for tuned for that. But this is going to be a night of worship, healing, deliverance, and restoration. There will be salvation. Jesus is going to show up mightily this day. And you do not want to miss it. I will see you there at 12 p.m. January 21st. All right, so let's get into the podcast. So as mentioned earlier, I graduated from college this past Friday. And if you've been listening to the podcast, you know I'm doing a Daniel's Fast right now leading up to my 21st birthday. And today is day 12 of my Daniel's Fast. And on Friday after graduation, I was just so joyful. I got to see family and spend time on the phone with my spiritual mama and prophetess Ama Bonita. And God shared Psalms 126 verse 1 through 3, which says, When the Lord restored the fortunes of Zion, we were like those who dreamed. Our mouths were filled with laughter, our tongues with songs of joy. Then it was said among the nations, the Lord has done great things for them. The Lord has done great things for us, and we are filled with his joy. The enemy tried to steal my life during high school and college, but God restored it to me. He saved me when I was in a very dark place in life, and I am here to share my testimony that Jesus was building up for me while in college. Alrighty, so when I was young, I grew up knowing Jesus, and my parents taught me about Jesus, took me to church, I got to attend in Christian summer camps and VBS, and was even blessed to go to Christian school. 
Um, even when I was younger, I would definitely say I loved who Jesus was and definitely talked to him and believed that he died for my sins, but I didn't really have a true relationship with him because I definitely stopped caring about him when I got older. And honestly, as young as eighth grade, I started to really want to do my own thing. I disobeyed my parents a lot, definitely at the beginning of high school when everyone could start driving. I started to lie a lot about my whereabouts and would get drunk at people's houses, just go out with boys. And I started cussing a lot and wearing revealing clothes. And sometimes I would even pack clothes to change into so my parents wouldn't see what I was wearing. And then like I would go out with friends and I would steal hundreds of dollars of stuff from stores and I was all about 16 and 17 during all of this. And in 11th grade, I started going to community college and I started to lose all contact with people from like 9th and 10th grade and even ruin some friendships by letting the spirit of lust take over my life. So this was all about when 11th grade was starting, and I definitely did not have a relationship with Jesus Christ at this point in my life. And at school, like when I was at community college, I definitely spent a lot of time alone. Um, but at this point, I was working at Starbucks, and I was the only teenager there for a long time. So I also spent a lot of time with adults, and we just drank a lot. And I was honestly having a lot of fun at this time in my life. And uh, I, at this point, I was actually making fun of Jesus with people, and the summer before college, I was drinking so much and even found myself living in the homosexual lifestyle. I then left for college, and I was ecstatic to be away from my parents, and I, first semester of college, spent most nights drunk at parties and soon began actually smoking weed for the first time. And I even stopped talking to my parents as much and was honestly annoyed when they called or texted me. And school went on and my whole identity was homosexuality. And at this point, I never had anxiety or depression, but that actually soon changed because my second semester was when my life really changed. I was beginning to harbor up like so much jealousy and anger and bitterness and because I had never had a best friend before and everyone around me did. Everyone around me had such close friends that I'd never had that before and I would get so jealous and angry when friends I was close with had close friends and I let so much angerness and bitterness build up inside of me that I even tried dividing some of my friends from each other. This went on and I let all of this build up and I made some very bad decisions while drunk with my friends and I lost all of my friends. I honestly even deserved jail time for some of the stuff that I got into and I remember when the moment when those friends, they were actually so nice about it, way nicer than I deserved, were just letting me know that they had enough of my behavior and did not want to be friends with me anymore. And in that moment, I felt something inside of me drop. I felt sick to my stomach and honestly thought my life was over. I was 19 at this point, and this is when my life absolutely took a turn. Shame instantly kicked in, and I felt sick to my stomach. And it's the kind of sick to your stomach that never goes away. You wake up, and it's the first thing you think about. You'll be having a conversation with someone, and it's all you can think about. This is when I learned what anxiety was for the first time. I overthought everything. After every conversation with someone, I would have constant thoughts of, oh no, did they think I was being mean when I said this? Or did I talk about myself too much? Or what if they think this about me? And those thoughts never stopped. 
This is also when the depression kicked in. I had no friends and I had nothing to look forward to. I had no hope because I had no idea what life held for me. I started to smoke weed morning to night. I went to class high, had to drive high, had to go to work high, you name it. I needed something to numb the pain 24-7. The following semester, I started at a new Starbucks and I started to make some friends and I was like, okay, I'll be fine because I have friends and that's all I needed, right? Nope. The shame never went away. It was numb for a bit while the excitement of friends came back, but it came back even worse because new overthinking and new anxieties were arising. I would have thoughts of, these people would not be friends with you if they knew some of the stuff you've done. Or people might tell me, oh, Caroline, you're so nice. And my thoughts would tell me, I'm a fraud. If only people knew some of the stuff I've done, they wouldn't be saying that. And I was trying with anything I had in me to be nice to people. But looking back, I considered being nice to people only by what they thought of me. And sometimes, like, if I didn't like that person, I would judge them. But as long as they thought that I was nice, that is all that mattered to me. At this point, I barely drank, but I was still addicted to smoking to numb the pain. And as mentioned earlier, all of the shame, anxiety, and depression was still going on. I began going to therapy and journaling to just try to get the shame and the guilt to go away, but nothing made it go away. I was very hopeless and started going to psychics and using tarot cards, and I just wanted a hope and a sense of power that my future was going to be okay, and I kept telling myself, oh, I just have to have a best friend, or I just need to date someone and I'll be happy, and some days I couldn't even move because the shame and the depression was so heavy, and I was trying everything to be happier to numb the pain. I was 20 at this point and had two jobs. I was in school and volunteering at the animal shelter on the weekends. I wanted my time to be so packed with things so I wouldn't have to think about life. And then at this point, actually, I started a podcast where I shared stuff that I was doing to help with anxiety and depression. But, ooh, me, oh my, was that podcast garbage. Not only was I sharing human-made solutions to my problems, I was cussing every other word and cracking perverted and inappropriate jokes, and at this point in my life, I was such a people pleaser. I tried so hard to be funny, and I also tried so hard to agree with anyone. I never shared my opinion with people because I was so scared of someone not liking me. I would just tell all of them that I agree with them. So as mentioned earlier, I still had all of this heaviness of shame, anxiety, and depression, and just that constant battle in my mind. And all I was going to therapists, smoking weed and cigarettes, going to psychics and using tarot cards, working two jobs, volunteering once a week in school and, and in school. And my life was just a chaotic mess. I would even go onto my self-help podcast and talk about anxiety and then be anxious about my anxiety podcast. And <laughs> I was just so hopeless, lonely, depressed, sad, anxious. And I actually like did not even like being around my family at this point. And they just annoyed me so much. And things got even worse. Lights started coming on on their own in my apartment and doors closed on their own. And I even watched a bowl move across the counter on its own. And I might be in my bathroom taking a shower and I would hear noises of things in the kitchen. And my apartment was only three rooms and I was terrified to move from room to room. I even some nights slept with the lights on and played, played some music so I wouldn't hear the noises that were coming in the kitchen. One night, I was just so lost, so sad, so terrified, and I had no idea what to do. 
So I actually prayed to God. This was the first time I had talked to God in probably five or six years. And I remember so clearly just staring at the ceiling in my room. I had posters and tapestries all over the walls. It was so dark in my room and the walls were caving in and the battle in my mind was just so strong. And I just said, God, I need you right now. I think I said some other stuff, but it was just kind of a blurry moment. I don't really remember that much. And then I went to sleep and the next day just went about my day. I had actually forgotten that I even prayed to God, didn't really think about it. And that afternoon I was shopping with a coworker and I was making my usual stupid jokes and making a fool of myself. And I remember just thinking, what am I doing with my life? Well, I get in my car later to go home, and I get a text from a family friend, which was actually Prophetess Alma Bonita that I had mentioned earlier, that is going to be hosting that event that I'll be speaking at, and she'll be speaking at. And uh, I'd actually only met her one time, and she asked if she could call me, and I had no idea what she wanted to call me about. So I call her, and she's asking how I'm doing. And at first, I'm like, yeah, school and work, it's all going great, and... She was like, but how are you doing personally? And I was like, yeah, I'm doing great. Because <laughs> I never wanted to talk about with anyone what I was going through. And she was like, all right, well, God speaks to us through dreams. And I had a dream that you were scared. You were sad. You were calling out for help. And then she asked, are you scared where you're living? And I was just like, oh. Uh, I was in awe because I had prayed the night before and I told her some of the stuff that was going on in my apartment and just kind of some stuff I was struggling with and that I had anxiety and she prayed with me and told me about Jesus and I accepted Jesus into my heart as my Lord and Savior. In that moment, all heaviness was lifted off of me. I no longer had that anxious pit in my stomach. The shame that I had been holding on to for so, 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 so long, over even over a year, two years, was gone in one second for good because Jesus Christ died for me so I would be forgiven. I no longer was anxious because Jesus says, I don't need to worry. I was no longer alone because Jesus is my friend. I was no longer hopeless because God knows the plans he has for me. I was no longer empty because Jesus fills me with joy. I was no longer depressed because Jesus gave us his perfect peace. I even later found out stuff I had just mentioned was all scriptural. I I didn't know the scriptures at that moment because I hadn't read the Bible in years, but I just kind of knew all of that in that moment. I knew life was going to be okay, and I knew my life was never going to be the same from that moment. And we hung up, and the first thing I did was turn on Christian music. And I had listened to music before coming to know Jesus, but I hadn't really enjoyed it in months. And but in that moment, I fell in love with music again, and I went to go buy a Bible, and I was so eager to read it. Alma Bonita had told me to read the book of John and Psalms 91, and in Psalms 91, it says you do not have to fear the terror of the night. And that night, I got perfect sleep because I knew in that apartment, angels were protecting me. And I actually want to share with you guys, too, how God was working 
before I even, before I even knew him. Cause back in, back in January, this was earlier this year, back in January, when I was, uh, getting everything set up to actually move into that apartment, which I moved in in May of this year. And I, I remember I'd got everything set up. And then the girl that was living, currently living in the apartment, she calls me and she's like, Oh no, it looks like they, they sold the apartment, um, for the next lease. So that means in July, you're going to have to move into a new apartment. And I remember like in back in January, I was so mad. I was like, no, I don't want to move into a new apartment. Like that's going to be such a hassle. Um, but I was like, all right, like I'll do it. It's <laughs> I'll do it anyway. And so like I had moved into that apartment in May and everything. And then July when I had to, I had found a new apartment. So in July I moved into uh, uh, my new apartment, but guess what? The new apartment that the date that I was uh supposed to move into my new apartment was a week after I'd be after I got saved by Jesus. So God was looking out for me back in January to give me a new apartment, a new place to live after I got saved by Jesus. And I remember I had been angry back in January, but it, God was looking after me, good looking out for me to give me a new place to live. Something inside of me changed when I got saved by Jesus and a spark was lit inside of me. And I'm just so, so, so excited to share with you guys some things that God has done in my life since then for my last semester of college. And he has blessed me with Prophetess Ama Benita as my spiritual mom. And she has welcomed me to her home and spent hundreds of hours teaching me about Jesus and just life and wisdom. And she is an amazing woman of God. And you must check out her ministry at Jesus and I Ministries. You can find her on Facebook where she often goes live and preaches the word. You will be edified. Just the love that she has for God and the way that she lets the Holy Spirit work in her, in her life. And she encourages me so much not to give up in my walk with Jesus. And she has just poured out her heart into me, into God, me, and others. And you will truly be blessed by her ministry. And she even got to baptize me and Alma Benita has told me even so much about the supernatural power of God and one thing in particular that is so neat is dreams dreams are like our personal movies between God and I used to actually never dream and Alma Benita actually began praying for my dream life to open up and it did and God began speaking to me through dreams and one night when I was actually staying at her house God told me the name of my ministry will be our journey with Jesus and throughout my journey with Jesus God has given me supernatural strength boldness courage and confidence I used to be such a people pleaser that I would just tell everyone I agree with and one person would tell me something I'd be like oh yeah I agree with you go over to the next person they would say something totally opposite and I'd be like oh yeah I agree with you and <laughs> I also used to be so scared of speaking in front of people I will never forget this one day on the first day of school we had to go around the classrooms and say our names to introduce ourselves to everyone and I had a panic attack because all I had to do was say my name in front of like 15 people. And I had a panic attack. That's how anxious I was to speak in front of people. And God has given me strength and boldness. And even even so much so that uh, back in September when I got baptized, uh, God gave me strength to speak in front of 200 people at the church and share my testimony. 
before my baptism, actually, probably this is probably back in August. Um, I had been praying and fasting for boldness and courage. And Alma Benita was actually assisting me in this fast. And sometime after the fast, I had gone to bed around 10 p.m. And I was awoken at 1 a.m. And not by a noise or anything, like I was just woken up. And then I see lights in my kitchen come on. And I go in my kitchen and the LED lights are turned on blue. They were on for about five seconds and then just slowly faded off. And everyone knows that LED lights must be turned on with a remote and don't fade off either. And I called Alma Benita and she said they were angels. They were blue angels that came to give me strength and courage, which was what I had fasted and prayed for. The next morning, morning I went in there and turned on the LED lights and they were just back on the purple that I had had them on um before that night that they had turned on to blue and I was just like wow the supernatural power of God not only did God just give me strength and courage he let me know that he sent me angels that specifically came to give me strength and courage isn't that just absolutely amazing I want to share one last really exciting testimony um, of this last semester in college after being saved by Jesus. And I had gone out on the street in Boone, the busiest street in Boone, King Street, to tell people that Jesus loves them and hand them out Bibles and little uh, booklets of the Gospel of John. And I'd actually spent $52 on those booklets and Bibles. And while I was out there, God had actually moved some people's heart to give me money while I was out there. And guess how much money? money that people had given me $52 I was like what God wanted to pay me back exactly what I had spent on Bibles and I just felt like God was just clapping for me in that moment and just thanking me so much for what I did and it just uh just to know that God is truly on my side in every single aspect of my life and he he helps us to do the work for him. We don't have to figure it out on our own. Even down to finances, God helps us with that. There is so, so, so much to praise God for during my time in college. And I did spend most of my college in chains and just all alone and hopeless. Um, As you listened to the testimony earlier, and he made the last semester the best time I've ever had in my life. And as time goes on, I'm learning more and more about Jesus. And God is putting more desires in me to know him deeper. Friends, I am here to ta- today to tell you Jesus can change your life in the same way he did for me. You don't have to hold on to shame. No matter what you've done, Jesus forgives you. What I thought I would never be forgiven for, Jesus says I am forgiven. Shame weighs you down. And from the deepest part of Jesus' heart, he does not want you to live with that weight. He wants to take those burdens so badly from you that he went all the way to dying for you. There is supernatural power in the blood of Jesus that he shed for you. If you struggle with anxiety about everyday life like I did, if you overthink everything like I did, Jesus tells you that you have no reason to worry. And he actually gives you his peace, his perfect peace. God even knows everything you need before you even ask. He knows the very hairs on your head. He fearfully and wonderfully created you. He is after you. He even 
left his other 99 sheep to come searching for you. He is for you and not against you. You are his greatest creation. You are not a mistake. You are not something that just evolved over time. You are made in the image of God. You have a purpose. God has wonderful, great plans for you. Plans that will never harm you. Plans that will give you hope about life. He even sends angels here on this earth that will be with you to protect you. You are never too far gone, never too late. Now is the perfect time to start a relationship with Jesus. He says, come as you are. If you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, but you desire to in your heart, Jesus is so excited. He wants to know. He wants to be friends with you. Let him know that you want a relationship with him by praying this prayer. Lord Jesus, I am a sinner and I thank you so much for your forgiveness. Thank you for loving me so much that you went all the way to dying on the cross for my sins and raising up from the dead three days later. I want to invite you into my heart as my personal Lord and Savior and please help me to live for you by the power of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. That's it. And if you have never read a Bible before, you don't know anything about Jesus, I encourage you to even get the Bible app on your phone. Start reading in the book of John. That is about Jesus's ministry here on this earth up until him dying on the cross. And you will just learn so much about what Jesus did for you. And also, if you're listening today and you do know Jesus, but you are just feeling overwhelmed with life and you may be struggling, I want to remind you that God is your strength. He will help you with anything you are going through. Put everything into his hands. He is your helper and says you do not need to be afraid. He is holding your right hand. Don't give up. Don't give up. God loves you so much. Even if you're slipping up lately, don't run from God. He is just and faithful to forgive you when you confess your sins to him and he will help you get back on track. Trust in him with all of your heart. As today's podcast comes to an end, I just want to thank everyone who came and listened today and I just pray that this podcast really spoke to you today. I want to pray healing over your minds, whether that be with anxiety, depression, shame, loneliness, anything that you were going through. I pray that Jesus can heal your mind in ways that you've never even imagined before, never even knew were possible because Jesus will do it for you.